Hola y bienvenidos a Sex and Spanglish, where we empower mujeres to get in touch with their bodies, own their pleasure, and where we discuss all the cochinadas our abuelas didn't tell us about. I'm Ana Lopez, sexpert, future doctora, certified sex and life coach, proud Latina, and your go-to guide for all things sex. I'm here to help you kick vergüenza to the curb and teach you to have guilt-free sexual pleasure. Basically, I'm here to help you have mind-blowing sex without all the guilt and shame you learned growing up. Let's be real. La comunidad latina doesn't talk about sex, pero que suerte tienes because this Latina does. It is my vision to have Latinas worldwide discussing sex with one another just like they do with chisme. Así que prepárate. I'm about to change the way you view sex para siempre. Welcome back to another episode of the Sex and Spanglish podcast. Today we are talking all about foreplay. I get asked about this topic all the time. I would probably say weekly, like if not multiple times a week, I get asked about foreplay. So many of the questions that I get asked about foreplay are like simply saying like, how do I get more of it? Or how do I get my partner to practice more foreplay? Or We've had the conversation and, you know, he does it for a little bit, but then he stops and then he's back to his old ways, like within a day or so. So I'm going to record an entire other episode about conversations that you can have about sex, like with your partner and things like that. But today we are just going to be talking about foreplay. So if you are interested in learning about um, having conversations about foreplay and other sex-related topics with your partner, you're definitely going to want to subscribe so that when that episode comes out, you will be the first to know. But I still think that you should listen to today's episode because I think you might find it very beneficial as well. So back to foreplay. What is foreplay? I want you to think for a second, if you're not driving, if you're somewhere where you can pause this podcast, pause it. And think for a second about what your definition of foreplay is. When I say foreplay, what do you think of? I'm going to give you a minute to think. Okay, so now that you have that definition in mind, I want to tell you the stereotypical definition of foreplay. What some common answers to this question are when I ask it. I get things such as manual, so manual stimulation, so like fingering, things like that, oral stimulation, um, making out, so things such as like hugging, cuddling, kissing. These are all very common answers to what foreplay is. Now, this doesn't mean that if you came up with a different answer, if your answer doesn't match exactly what I said, that your definition is wrong or that you've been doing foreplay wrong or whatever, right? These are just examples of foreplay. So the actual word foreplay, when we break it down, it's broken into two words, for, F-O-R-E, and play. So for means before. It simply means what happens before, you know, anything. When we talk about the word play, in this case, it's talking about sex. So whether that's penetrative sex or some other type of sex that you're having. So when we talk about foreplay, 
It's what happens before sex. Okay, seems pretty simple enough, right? But what happens is that most of us take this to mean that it has to happen right before penetrative sex or right before the type of sex that we are having. That is not true. I'm not quite sure where we got this idea, probably media, like where we get everything else. Like it has to happen right before. And I will say that if we think of foreplay as kind of like a warm up to sex, that makes sense when we think about like sports or like other physical activities that we do. We typically, you know, warm up before we do the activity, right? So if we're playing, I don't know, basketball, for example, we're maybe going to run around a little bit. We're going to stretch, right? The same thing if we're like lifting weights, right? We're not going to go straight up to the to the platform and squat like 300 pounds. We're going to warm up maybe with the bar, with some lighter weights, right? Maybe with like 50 pounds or, you know, whatever, right? We warm up before, right before the activity. So it makes sense that this assumption has been made. But when it comes to sex, it doesn't have to happen right before, right? It can be beneficial, but it doesn't exactly have to be like right before sex. And I can guarantee you that you've had foreplay like way before you had sex. You didn't even consider it foreplay and you still had a great time. So let's get into that now. So the first example of having foreplay way before you actually have sex is long distance relationships. If you yourself or maybe someone you know has been in a long distance relationship, whether that's like cities apart or states apart or countries apart, right? There's this anticipation to seeing the person again and having sex with them either for the first time or having sex with them again, right? This anticipation is built up. Foreplay is quite literally anticipation, right? It's the buildup to when the, the action happens, right? The, the penetrative sex happens or just the sex in general happens, right? It's that buildup. So long distance relationships are an example of this buildup. If you think about foreplay as buildup versus just like a, something that happens right before sex, you are going to have a lot more opportunities to practice foreplay, both with your partner and without. But we're going to talk about that in just a minute. So first example, long distance relationships. Second example are like vacations, work trips, you know, other reasons why you may be away from your partner for a while. Maybe say like you live with them and you went on vacation, right? Like in my case, um, I went to Mexico for like five or six weeks. I don't even remember how long I was gone now. But the anticipation was building while I was away from home, right? My partner and I lived together. So I that anticipation was building while we were apart. And we didn't even necessarily have to talk about sex for that anticipation to build up. We definitely could have talked about sex. I don't even remember if we did or not, honestly. But that was like so long ago. I barely remember what I did yesterday. But 
you know, that anticipation was building up. So that is another example. And it doesn't have to be five to six weeks at a time. It can be a weekend. It can be a week away. It can be a day away. Maybe you're like in the morning, you're like, oh man, like I really want to have sex, but you don't have time. And then you both go to work and you're like, oh, I can't wait for him to come home or, you know, whatever it is, right? That's foreplay as well. That is building that anticipation. So think of it as building anticipation. It's a warm up in that way, not a warm up as in like this absolutely should and has to happen right before sex, right? It's anticipation building. So if you think about it in that way, you're going to leave the door open for many more opportunities. So long distance relationships, being away from home, um, like going to work for the day, right? Those are all examples. Things such as like, if you don't live with your partner and let's say like you're barely starting to have sex with them and you know that you're going to have sex when you see them. So you're like showering and getting yourself all nice and ready and you're like preparing yourself to have sex. That is fucking foreplay. If you've ever had amazing sex and let's say you only see your partner on the weekends and like let's say Saturday night you have sex and so all week you're thinking about how you had sex with them and that you can't wait to have sex with them next Saturday. That is foreplay. That is building up the anticipation and the excitement to have sex. So I guarantee you that you can think of an example even if it's only been once, that you've built up the anticipation to have sex with someone. When you've had sex with someone for the first time, that anticipation building up to the point where you're having sex, that is foreplay. But because you've taken foreplay and you've put it into this tiny little box of manual stimulation, oral stimulation, making out, cuddling, all those little things in this tiny little box that has to happen within a certain time frame before penetration happens, before sex happens. That is why you go into sex thinking, I'm not ready. This is too soon. This is going to be horrible because I haven't had foreplay. You get irritated with your partner because you're thinking that they don't care, that they don't listen to you. You shouldn't have to have this conversation. Maybe you need to find another partner. Are you doomed to this for the rest of your life? All these things. And then you're overwhelmed. You're pissed off. You feel resentment. And then you end up thinking about the dishes and all these other things. Right? But it's only because... You've put foreplay in this tiny little box of a definition. Foreplay is literally before sex. Not right before, not exactly before, not 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes before, just before sex. As long as it happens anytime before. Say you have sex, today's Wednesday that I'm recording this. Let's say that I have sex today, right? Something that happened a year ago could be foreplay if I allow it to be in my mind because the past is literally just in my mind anyway. So if I think about an amazing sex session that I had with my partner a year ago, a month ago, whatever it is, that can be foreplay. 
And notice that that doesn't even have to do with my partner. Like, yeah, I had sex with him. He was there when it happened. But he doesn't even know that I'm thinking about this, right? So I don't have to rely on him to participate in foreplay. Now, this doesn't mean that maybe I won't, if I do want more foreplay that involves him, that I can't have a conversation about that with him, most definitely. But if he isn't interested in that, I cannot force him. And if I decide that I still want to stay with him despite that, that doesn't mean that I'm also deciding that I can never have foreplay. Because again, pleasure is our responsibility. It is the responsibility of the individual. So that means that if my partner is not making foreplay a priority, that I can't have it. That's not what that means. That means is that foreplay is my responsibility because it is something that I want, right? So how do we redefine this? So now that we know that we can redefine foreplay, how do we actually do that? Well, first we start off by thinking about the time frame, right? Recognizing that as long as it's before sex, it doesn't matter when it happens. If you're having sex in the evening, that means that foreplay can happen in the afternoon, it can happen in the morning, it could happen the night before, it can happen the day before, months before, weeks before. It doesn't matter as long as, as it is before sex. That's literally all that means. So that's as far as the time frame goes. Now, as far as like, what do you do, right? It can literally be anything. It can be anything. So you can masturbate if you want to. You don't have to. But if that tickles your fancy, by all means. You can masturbate to orgasm. You can masturbate up until like close to climax and then stop. You can just kind of like touch yourself in like a sexual way that isn't maybe necessarily masturbation. You can watch porn. You can read steamy erotica. You can listen to podcasts. Do things that kind of get you in that mindset. If you like reading or watching like steamy romance, things like that, it doesn't even have to necessarily be sex related. If it's something that like, gets you in the mood, if that makes sense, right? So let's say something about your partner really turns you on that has nothing to do with sex. Like when you think about him, I don't know, working out or something, or when you think about like how he really cares for your family or something, right? Like maybe like his his passions or whatever it is. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, As long as it gets you in the mood where you're like, oh, like you're feeling good, you know, ready to have sex, then that is what you want to do. That is what you want to think about. You can fantasize, right? Where it's like sex related or otherwise, doesn't matter. You can, um, I don't know, you can kiss your partner for longer than normal, like rather than a pick, a peck, a pick, (laughs) rather than a peck. You can like actually have, you know, a, a makeout session or like a longer, more passionate kiss in the morning or whatever, right? Any number of things count as foreplay. You get to decide, right? 
So play with this. Make it a game for yourself, right? Just try out different things. Send a sexy text message. Leave a sexy note, right? Write out a fantasy you have or record it, right? Like not record it as in like visually record it, but like record the audio, right? Like tell a story, right? Talk about sex with your friends, right? And and many people listening might be like, why the fuck would I include like my friends or like how my man cares for my family or something like that in my fantasies? You're not fantasizing about your friends and your family. You're fantasizing or becoming aroused at like how your partner takes care of something that is so important to you, right? Or when it comes to your friends, like talking about sex with your friends, that's going to get you in the mood, right? That is why people get horny by watching porn because they are watching something that is visually stimulating or they're getting excited by listening to or reading like um, erotica or steamy romance, things like that, right? Talk, just simply talking about sex, talking about the body, talking about things that get your mind going. That is the idea here. So play with this. It can be any number of things. Now, I have another suggestion. I wrote a, an ebook recently, uh, I think maybe last month, um, which is 69 tips from a sex coach. And I'm going to leave the... Um, link to that in the show notes. It's completely free. It's going to give you 69 tips to spice up your sex life. But what I do want to say is that these are also ideas for foreplay. There are going to be, there are 69 ideas in there, but you can play with those and make them your own and try these out. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is that if you find that something isn't working for you, that like it just doesn't work, Try something else. It doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. It just means that what you're doing isn't working. And the final, final thing that I want to say is that the, the definition of foreplay is entirely individualistic and personal. Whatever you decide foreplay is, is foreplay. That's it. There's no dictionary definition. I mean, there is a dictionary definition, but that doesn't fucking matter. The dictionary definition doesn't matter. It's what you determine is foreplay for you and your sex life. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Join me every week to hear me talk about orgasms, STIs, birth control, and all the other cochinadas your abuela didn't tell you about. But that's not all. We'll also discuss machismo, Latina metiche, and sexual stories from other Latinas just like you. And if you're ready to start spicing up your sex life tonight, then be sure to download my free ebook, Spice It Up Con La Sex Coach. You'll find the link to download it in the show notes. Do you have an idea for a podcast episode? Send me a text at 669-200-9269 and tell me all about it. And finally, let's keep in touch. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sex in Spanglish. Be sure to follow me and let me know you heard this episode. Espero verte pronto.